Today, uh, I want to talk to you guys for a few minutes about having faith in God's provision. That's why I want to do that song, Give Me Faith, last, because um, that's what I was talking about. Faith in God's provision, and also um, having a balance between having faith that God is going to provide for us, but also being prepared. Um, I'm going to, if you're turning with me, I'm going to read in Exodus 16, 13 through 15. Um, it's a familiar story. The Israelites, they just, they got delivered out of slavery and they've been walking around. They're starting to get hungry and they're starting to complain. I know I complain whenever I get hungry. Two things make me upset, being too hot, being hungry. <laughs> so I get it. But they were complaining uh, to Moses and Aaron, saying they were hungry. And uh, God told Moses that to tell the Israelites that he heard their complaints and he was going to take care of it. So I'm going to read 16, chapter 16, verse 13. That evening, vast numbers of quail flew in and covered the camp. And the next morning, the area around the camp was wet with dew. When the dew evaporated, a flaky substance as fine as frost blanketed the ground. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? They asked each other. They had no idea what it was. So God sent provision, and they, he sent quail and he sent manna. I don't know if any of y'all have ever had quail. It is phenomenal. It is the filet mignon of the skies. It is good. It's the good stuff. So, I mean, that tells me right there, God sent them the good stuff. Okay, he sent them the good provision. And he sent them manna too. So it says they had no idea what it was. Sometimes I feel like we get provision and we don't recognize it right away. Um, so... He gave them the quail, and I mean, obviously, you can't just eat a quail. It takes a little work. You have, to, you have to dress it, prepare it, you have to cook it before it's actually edible, right? So there was some work involved with the provision. With the manna, they had to make it into uh, dough, and they, made, they baked cakes out of it. Apparently, you could eat it, but they made cakes out of it. So there was something they had to do. There was, they had a responsibility even though they got the provision, there was still something that they had to do. Um, sometimes I feel like when God gives us provision, he gives it in the form of opportunity. Um, as a husband and a father, it's my responsibility to provide for my family. Um, but ultimately that's accomplished through opportunities of provision that God gives to me. And like I, I recognize those provisions and I give him all the glory for that. Like he, he definitely takes care of me. Um, I used to work at Southwire. Some of you know that, but that when I first got that job, it was a, it was a blessing because I was working out of town all the time, wasn't ever getting to see my family. And so I got this job in town and it was a, I mean, it was a blessing. I got to see my kids more, I was home with favor, and it was, it was great. But after working there for a while, I kind of started working a lot of hours, and I was missing ball games and wasn't really getting to see kids. I mean, I was tired on my days off because I was working like 
six days a week. And so uh, I, I, I kind of started praying, God, I need something else. I need something. This ain't working. I'm not getting to see my family. I'm not getting to be the husband and the father that I, I want to be. So I um, started praying, and Levi actually called me he, a couple times and said, dude, why are you still working there? Quit that job, man. Come work with me some. Like, I, I can keep you busy, dude. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Whatever. Well, he called me one day, and he, it just hit different whenever he called. He said, dude, you need to quit that job. You need to come work with me. So I went home, told, we, I talked to Favor, and we prayed about it. And we asked God, give us a sign. Give, give us a sign because I'm worried like you know it's hard to it's hard to step away from a steady paycheck every week it was one of the hardest decisions that I've ever had to make um, but so we prayed about it and that evening after we had talked about it we took the kids to Cracker Barrel in Bremen for dinner and I don't know I have a giant family it's it's an outing to take everybody out to eat <laughs> But so we got, we had a good, good dinner and whatever. And I asked the waitress for the check and she said, you're taken care of. And Faber like immediately started crying. And I'm like, what are you crying about? <laughs> I'm a little slow. <laughs> she said, do you not get that? Like God told you, he just told us, he gave us the sign we're looking for. We're taken care of. We don't have to depend on any certain job to make it. God's taking care of us. So that was a pretty awesome thing. And Levi, thanks for being a vessel. <laughs> um, next, I'm going to turn to uh, Luke 12, 31 through 33. This is the red letters. These are the important ones. This is Jesus talking. <laughs> it says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. It says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he'll give you everything that you need. And I kind of feel like we as a society, we've been conditioned to be consumers. And like there's this keeping up with the Joneses thing and just trying to get the, the next best things, stuff, the things, all the things, right? The stuff doesn't, it doesn't give us true joy. We know that it never will. It says if we, if we seek him, he'll give us everything we need. Sometimes we confuse needs with wants. So I'm not going to turn there, but Hebrews 13, 8 says, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed his policy. If we make the decision to seek the kingdom first, he'll give us everything that we need. Everything that we need, does that not seem too easy? 
Seek him first and he will give you everything you need and we don't have to worry about it. So having faith in God's provision is number one, seeking him and believing that he is in control. I feel like also God wants us to be prepared for tough times as well. Um, and Solomon, or Solomon, Solomon wrote Proverbs 22.3. Proverbs 22.3 says, A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. I, growing up, I, my f- family, we were kind of preppers. I think the Rutherford family was kind of preppers too. I think kind of maybe a little bit of everybody was had a little bit of prepping in them. But I know most people remember Y2K. That was going to be the end of everything, right? Everything was going to shut down. That was it. We had like 55-gallon buckets of raw wheat in our closet. My mom's still cooking that stuff today, baby. It's the last forever, and it is good. It's the good stuff. She makes some, my mom's a great cook. She makes some good wheat bread from it. But um, Y2K, everything, everybody was thinking, well, this this could be it. So everybody got ready for it. At the, we had a New Year's Eve party for Y2K, and I heard everybody count down. I made my way to the breaker box, and five loud or five loud seconds of silence loud seconds of silence <laughs> turned back on everybody started laughing but I feel like with with all the craziness going on in the world it just seems like every day things get a little bit crazier I feel like just for me personally and maybe for you all God's nudging me to have a little bit stored up for an emergency and it's not out of fear because I'm not worried, like I have faith that God's going to provide for me. And it's not out of a place of fear, it's more out of a place of wisdom and and being able to have something on hand, I guess. Um, there's There's been a lot of confirmations over the years that little, little reminders that God's given me that he's in control, that he's got me. One of those instances was uh, the COVID toilet paper crisis of 2020. When you go to the grocery store and there ain't one roll of toilet paper in that baby, there ain't nothing like that. Who would have thought that? Who would have thought? Who would have thought that's what was going to be missing? You know. <laughs> but so I was sitting in my house one day and I saw this is when Kelly Hunter, when she used to live on the road, she she drove down to our mailbox and stopped and then she down there for a second and left. I was like, why don't she put something in the mailbox? I walked down there. She had stuffed our mailbox full of toilet paper and had a note in there and said something like, you know, I know you guys have a lot of kids. want to make sure you guys weren't running low. <laughs> well, that was awesome. Like, that's, like, that's community. She, she, saw, she saw a potential need. Go ahead. I'll be done in just a second. Just can you wait just a second? almost done but so she was she saw a need a potential need and met it and I thought that was awesome and that's what I that's what I want to do I want that part of wanting to have 
a little extra stored up is if I see a need that someone might have, somebody need, like if, whether it be groceries, if I see a need, oh man, they're, they're having a tough time. I, I want to be able to have that extra. I want to be full to where I could pour out on, on others. Um, so to wrap this thing up, I just want to encourage everybody to, to have faith in God's provision. God's, God's got you. He's in control no matter what's going on or in this crazy world. Don't lose sight and feel like you're sinking like Peter did when, uh, whenever Jesus was walking on the water and he told Peter to come to him. Peter got out of the boat and Peter was walking on water. He was walking on water and then he lost sight and started to sink. I feel like if I was walking on water, instant confidence, baby, Inf instant confidence. Like, whoa, hey, here I am, got this. He lost sight, but Jesus reached down and grabbed him, right? Whenever Jesus picked him back up, he said, your faith is so small, why did you doubt? Like, why did you doubt? I don't wanna have small faith, I wanna have big faith. Let's pray. God, thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for, thank you for your provisions. Thank you for um, just giving us the, the confidence to know that you're in control, God, that you love us, that you want the best for us, that your provision is the best for us. And just, God, help us not to forget that. We love you, God. Thank you for loving us.